When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Kristen and I um, wanted to do something special for you guys. We've been getting a lot of requests. Well, it's more special for ourselves. Right, exactly. But you guys were also in mind. Yeah. Well, always. You're always on our minds. And so, well, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> some some guys, maybe two people, <laughs> wrote in and said, what goes on behind the scenes of the Ask Women podcast? What do you guys do before the show? What do you do after the show? What do you do during the show? They wanted to see what actually sleeping. happens. Well, on your half, yes. Mm-hmm. It depends on who's on the show. But half the time, that is very true. And so we decided, let's get a camera crew in here and show people what actually goes on behind the scenes at the Ask Women podcast. So we have done it. We've edited it. It's kind of awesome. And we also gave you a video um, of a full podcast so you can actually see us instead of just hearing us. And the the truth is, is that, yes, this is a great behind the scenes. It's wonderful because it is jam-packed with information for you. But it's also a great way to support the show uh, and keep us on the air because it's a motive for Kristen to make some a- extra yeah, cash. Because I'm thinking about driving yeah. for Uber. So <laughs> exactly. So she getting needs, dire. Kristen needs some money and we need some support for the show. So I would love for you to go get a copy of the Ask Women Behind the Scenes video which gives you like 20 minutes I think of, of us behind the scenes before the show yeah it's show, basically and- like us kind of arriving like what the studio looks like here at yeah. Sideshow Network yeah so it's basically us getting here uh, setting up uh, talking about what yeah. you know how we um, uh, what we discussed before the show and like grabbing coffees etc yeah super exciting it's, stuff. it's like it's like I have no it's, idea. it's basically really boring but if you're wondering like what we look like yeah sitting at microphones and talking yes and then it's we have the that. wonderful sex with Emily uh, she was on the episode that we decided to do this for so she's super cute and she talks all about sex and pleasuring a woman and uh it, 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 it's you awesome. can see hand gestures which might be helpful I thought you for guys you can see hand jobs as well yes hand gestures of things to do that would be really yeah. helpful anyway if you want to support the show if you want to check out this behind the scenes footage of the ask women podcast go to winggirlmethod.com and slash behind the scenes winggirlmethod.com slash behind the scenes and get your copy of the behind the scenes video. Plus, I'm going to throw in a free copy of my best selling book, Get oh, cool. Inside Her. Ooh, I know, very maybe cool. a couple of other books. How much too. is this going to be? This is going to be $149. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, we are going to be very awesome and wonderful, and we're going to sell this for $7.99. So please support the show. Please get the behind the scenes. You get a free copy of my book, Get Inside Her. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash behind the scenes. Please, guys, I'm desperate. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast, uh, where you get real advice straight from the source, women. Uh, I'm your host, Kristen <laughs> Carney, a comedian, etc. Here, of course, with Marty Kinner. She is a best-selling author and relationship expert. And we have uh, no voice of man today. That's okay. We have a super hot chick. She's adorable. She's got cool, cool bangs that I wish she I could pull off. She does have cool bangs, like very even. <laughs> They're cool. You're like, it's like kind of like, um, like Beetlejuice-ish, ish, yeah. but in a well, sexy 
in like the sexy. Cool, not like Beetlejuice's like, hair. Like no, not, not Beetlejuice. But like so hot, I look just Winona. like Beetlejuice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's her name? Winona Ryder. Winona, Winona Ryder. Ryder. Yeah, it is. In like a cool, <laughs> modern. Christina Ricci. I would picture wearing that as well. Yeah. That look. Yeah. Shows no, off your cute. eyebrows and your eyelashes. Thanks. And yes. It's very. I wish very I could cute. wear it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Sarah, thanks for joining us. So Sarah's single and using lots of dating apps. And Marnie knows her from Equinox. Yes, mm-hmm. Equinox. If you want to join Equinox, <laughs> right? <laughs> if you ever want to work at that gym, just say uh, Marnie Kinris, which is my last name, and I will get free months of working out for the rest of my life. Yes, ask so, for Sarah. Yes, we'll get Marnie Sarah. free free months. Yes, I love it. Um, okay, so I have a lot to talk about. I, I definitely have a lot to talk to Sarah about because I want to pick your brain on using social apps and being single now in Los Angeles, and then just being single in general. Mm-hmm. But there was an email that I got from somebody who wrote into our Ask Women email, and he wanted us to discuss a topic, and I I want Andrew to join in as well. I know he doesn't like to talk, but when he does say things, he actually says amazing things, and he, before the show, had a conversation to contribute to this topic. So this is the email that I got. Marnie, I have an idea for part of the podcast you and Kristen do. The idea has nothing to do with me because I'm not a student, but I'm sure we would all be interested in your views. I'm talking about the new legislation in California covering university and college students that requires each partner to get permission from the other partner before going to the next step sexually, as in, oh, I'm coming. Is that okay with you? Do I have your permission, please? This whole thing sounds pretty weird and awful to me and counterproductive too. The legislation is aimed at jerks but struggling and over nice sensitive betas will get caught in the net which will result in a lot of unhappy people who are already unhappy. Your thoughts and your guest thoughts would be fascinating. Maybe you already discussed this topic and I missed it. We did not discuss this topic but we're going to discuss it now. I don't know how anyone would keep like a boner being like uh, do you mind if I? Yeah. <laughs> um, can you sign my permission slip, Mom? Yes. Can you suck my balls, please? Like, I, exactly. No, I, I think so too. I, I, I understand where this is coming from. And actually, Andrew had something great that he was saying before. That this. What did you say before? Um, just that I heard that they did. They've done studies with like college students about what actually consent is and and stuff like that, and gave examples and whatever the the findings were. And, and I'm not. I don't have the study in front of me, but yeah. the findings were surprising. Basically, the uh, the amount of confusion on the subject and potential for there to be harm, and so yeah. I think that was pushing a lot of these to sort of reevaluate the way we're teaching and, and dealing with this. And yeah, well, but I the thing is, I do actually think legislation like this is helpful for people. I just don't think, like you know, the example that he gave is how you can use it I, effectively. I can see how something like this is. Could be helpful if a girl is drunk and she's not saying no, so I can go forward and stick my wiener in her. Yeah. But when two people are just in the moment and kissing and moving forward naturally Mm -hmm. and just because someone's not saying yes and it's not improv (laughs) class. Right. It doesn't mean that someone's not giving consent. This is... Well, what is giving consent? That's what I want to hear from you guys. What does it mean to give consent non-verbally or verbally? Sarah. I'm just also confused on how you legislate this. Right. Like, is it a form? Is it written? I think it's more for after the fact, how do you then prosecute against it? Yeah. So that's what Because somebody didn't ask for permission to do something. But if there is no physical thing that says yes, then we can say whatever. What do you mean? Like, I mean, if there's, I mean, I can 
say that right like how do you yes, document and i didn't you know right, like there's right like there's not like right, what is the legislation you don't go to a website say. and sign a form before you go and right like you don't bring other. the girl a piece of paper i mean maybe like, sign that's here, a new idea yes. for an app do you consent <laughs> to have sex with me yes or no sign right. here here we go here we let's do it i don't know right the but there could is, be a lot of i mean you know, no. signing for a lot of these things that are out there are just one more step to keep in people's minds so that they they don't go that extra step and rape somebody or sexually assault and they're more careful right. with what they're doing similar to what Andrew just said some people are very confused this, on what it means to, to have me consensual sex absolutely out of my freaking mind because all this is is common fucking sense but it's not for some people but it should be and like I, tur- I want to turn into a lot the of Hulk that because if you don't have that common sense, get out of society. You don't belong in society. You don't. If but you most can't, people who do these things, you can say don't belong in society because they have a missed, a, a, a confusion as to what women want or what women are attracted to or what means yes and what means no. They get a lot of mixed messages sent to them. I, I myself have been part of the pickup artist industry and there are so many mixed messages being sent to them They by need to take the word men. artist out of the industry. Just say like pickup worker. <laughs> right. Because like, it's like saying like sub like like Subway using like sandwich artist. <laughs> no, you put together sandwiches. They are sandwich artists. Can we take out the artist? Also, I kind of feel like that the women have to get better at saying yes or no and not saying yeah. nothing. In and that's the thing. And yeah. then women can later. be very discreet in the way they're going about things, and women aren't held accountable. Well, let me ask Sarah. So, how do you silently give permission to somebody that you want things to progress? What do you say? What well, do you do? through my experiences, I've become more of the aggressor in a way. Like if I so you want, just rape men. I, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I go around raping men. Yeah, <laughs> no, but like if I want something, then I'm gonna make it happen. If I don't, it's not gonna happen. I've got. I mean, I had an experience when I was 18, where you know there was a lot of drinking involved, and I did not give consent. Um, and so after the fact, I didn't yell rape, but definitely like through my processes of trying to figure out what had happened it was sort of that thing and so I've become very like clear on like what means yes and what means no so what means yes and what means no for you um I'm gonna decide make the decision yes but what do you mean so you're, I, you're I also going to don't say get, it to yeah I'll, I'll yeah I'll say that I want this to happen or I don't want this to happen so you'll say I'll let, I I want you to touch me I want you to aren't mm-hmm. your actions really? giving and your yes, actions do you know, as well like if you're if, and if you're going yeah. forward with a man physically and you're like enjoying it and and being involved if you're if you're just going like eh, and your arms are up and you're uncomfortable you're right. that's kind of a no and if you can't read those body signs but then, there's a lot of people like okay so I, I've told the story before on the show but one of my close friends was was out on this date with a guy I think it was her second date and he was just like getting way too comfortable with her he was leaning in on her he was like pressing up against her and she not that she's a shy girl but she kind of just wanted to get out of the situation so she didn't say anything and she let it happen and Mm -hmm. she was offended by it and wanted to get away from him but she didn't want to encourage it and she didn't want to yell out in public they went back to her place she was very obvious about you know the way that she walked into her door was just opening it a little crack for him and he ended up barging his way into the house and it wasn't like he was in his mind he was thinking we're having a great time she's open to me leaning up against her and then he started making out with her because he thought he was being this Casanova charming assertive man and she made out with him as well just so she wouldn't have to have a horrible situation but 
I'm telling that that's where it becomes really confusing for a lot of guys because she wasn't like blocking her body in any way. But she this is was where the girl needs to take, take responsibility. responsibility. A- absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. But that's where it gets really confusing for a lot of guys because they're like, whoa, wait a second. You didn't say no. You didn't put your arms up. You didn't block me at any point during that interaction. How was that non-consensual? So that's where it gets really confusing for men. So for men, what are things for them to pay attention to? That uh, Yes, it is 100% a woman's responsibility to say no and stop men from doing things that they don't want done to their bodies or to whatever. But a lot of women are either afraid to speak up. They're afraid of the repercussions if they do speak up because a lot of women get yelled at mm-hmm. or sometimes even abused in some way if they do say no. So what would be something that we could give guidance um, on for men who are listening to the show in terms of how they know if it's consensual. We can't cure all women of subtlety. So, right. But what's a sexy way that a guy can ask, is this okay? Are you Do comfortable you like- with this? Perfect. Yeah. Are you comfortable with my behavior? I love that. Well, that's like the story I tell about the guy who I had my first one night stand with. He felt me getting tense and I tensed up. I blocked my body and he looked at me in the eyes and he said, if you're not comfortable with anything that I'm doing, just slap my hand. And he literally took my hand and slapped his hand and said, and we'll stop. Totally yeah. fine. And that made me very comfortable. And th- therefore, anything that I did moving forward was my choice. And I didn't feel like anything was pushed on me. So, yeah. yeah. That's th- I think it's just an awareness that both parties have to have a responsibility and to not let alcohol like throw all responsibility and subtleties and connection to other people's behaviors out the window. So, did you, did you feel like you misled? let him when you were drunk or that you were no. obvious about saying no Mm-mm. i had been very obvious really in the past yeah really mm-hmm. and he still mm-hmm. oh, i'm sorry yeah well, that's horrible that's a long time ago yeah well, good, but, no, but, that, <laughs> yeah. but, that, but that's good but for i you. mean yeah i mean it, it also like helped shape you know i do definitely have responses out of that like if for sure like if i were on that date that your girlfriend was on where he was leaning in and he was this too much i would be like i'm not comfortable with this i'm gonna need a I'm going to need two feet. Thank right. you. Yeah. And sometimes people are like, uh, well, that's kind of harsh. And I'm like, well, I just want to let you know. Yeah. Two feet. Thank you. No, and then the way right. they react to that will either they'll be done because the reaction is inappropriate or we can proceed. But if we, I mean, there's more information in their reaction than that I'll find out, you know, in the, in the weeks to come. Anyway. What would a good reaction be? Respect. Okay. Let's, you know, let's slow it down, you know, and, and then continue to not make it a huge deal. But, I mean, if they overreact, then it's like, okay, date's over. How does a guy proceed after that in terms of getting close to you? Do you then have to give permission? Because I think a lot of guys would think in their minds, oh, she's saying, like, don't touch me, hands off, and get away. I, so they would, they... I have said this before. Let me come to you. Okay. And I it's love that. that simple. And Let then, me come to you. And then he says, okay. Okay, and then just continues to be okay with it yeah. and not let it get into his head. Uh-huh. And okay. then once I'm ready to move it forward, I'll come to him. I like that. Yeah. And then what would be a negative way of handling it? What have you, what experiences have, have, have you had with men? Responding? Like guys were like, what's your problem? Like, I don't understand. Like, um, I'm, I'm not getting anything. Oh, the worst was, I'm not getting anything out of this. Oh. I'm like, that? oh, really? Yeah. Check, please. What yeah. does that make you think? Uh, well, if he's not getting anything out of it, he's only there for sex. Because okay. otherwise, he'd be enjoying my 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 time. Yeah. What my does that make you think about him as a man? Ew. 
Ew. Yeah. Get away from me. You're a creep. You're a creep. Yeah. I, yeah. See, I would think that too. You're, yeah. you're thinly like, you, you're not even being able to like hide the fact that you're like just dating, yeah, dating for sex. Like, like you're lie not, about it. Right. <laughs> right. Pretend you're not a creep. <laughs> you're like just buying me dinner in order to get laid and you can't even pretend you're not. So. Oh, I like yep. that. These are good responses. So tell yep. me about you and dating and being single. What is it like being single right now? Um, it's woman? definitely interesting being single. Um, I've been in L.A. for four years and it's been interesting being single in L.A. I'm I'm pretty good at dating. I go on a lot of great dates. I meet a lot of great men. I've met a lot of great men. How come they're great and then not a relationship? Well, th- that's why I say I'm really because people are like, well, then why are you still single? And I'm like, I'm great at dating. I didn't say I'm great at relationships. It's <laughs> yeah. a good two point. different thing. Yeah. And I meet a lot of great men that are great at dating. I think people in LA are really great at dating, but they're not good at relationships. You know, everybody moved here, I think, for, you know, their career or their dream or their you know and so it's that's where their their focus is and so you date sort of just like as like a sideshow which i keep looking at that banner Mm -hmm. says sideshow but that's kind of like what it is it's something extra so um yeah no i haven't met anybody that i've wanted to like lock it down with and that's on me too like i i legit haven't really met anybody that's like yes you're the one what is it that you're looking for to say that um like what would make I them have one? met some really great men and the thing standing between them and being the one is like availability and us both wanting to invest time in okay. the long term. Tell me about availability. What does that mean? People are busy. I'm the same way. I mean, people are really busy and it's like it's hard to see someone continuously enough before somebody else slides in and is available. Really? And so then it starts, you just keep dating people, keep dating people. Because, like, say you go on a few dates and then, like, you you get busy and so you don't see them for two or three weeks. And then here comes somebody else. Okay, well, yeah, I'll go out with you. And then so then it starts again. It's like a, it's just. Does that mean that you didn't like that guy enough? The fact that you were okay with getting so busy or that you you chose to go to something else? No, I think that a lot of times it is really uncontrollable. It's like if you are, you know, with two people's busy schedules, like if, if you're traveling or something like that or you, you know, I know for me at the end of the month, I'm not seeing anyone. It's like my work is so busy. So there'll be a, you know, two week time or, you know, at least a one week time where I'm unavailable. And if it doesn't match when they're available, then, you know, it's just it kind of just water under the bridge. And then do people usually let it fizzle out then? Yeah. Or so then the guy will fizzle out or, it, or, or it'll turn into this like long term. We're seeing each other like once a month kind of thing. Right. That happens a lot. And that's not what you want. No, but it's, you know. I mean, if if the company is enjoyable enough, it can, it, you know, I, I do it. Well, what makes company be enjoyable? Um, like, what makes for a great date? A great date, somebody who's funny, somebody who's attractive, um, somebody you have chemistry with. That's somebody who's smart, um, somebody that's not angry. <laughs> okay, tell me more about that. A lot of times that. you like meet people, meet guys that you know have like anger issues about you know their moms or their jobs or their and they co-work. reveal this on their first date. You can feel it. I'm pretty good at reading energy, and so you can feel it. Like you can hear it, you know, on the undertone how they show up to the date. If you know traffic has been like mm-hmm. overly pesky to them, it's mm-hmm. like okay, well, you live in LA, you know, there's traffic. Why are you still so upset about this? What does yeah. that do for you? It's a turn off. Why? Um, because you don't want to have to battle that. Like, I mean, if it's like showing up on the first date, imagine 20 years in. Yeah. Oh. My goodness. Is that what like, you think? Yeah, for sure. For okay. sure. And yeah. then throughout the date, does that go away ever or is that tone still there? Sometimes it'll go away. I mean, you can kind of tell like when if it's a one off, if somebody just, you know, had a bad day or whatever and they can let it go. Um, and sometimes it's just like people carry it as part of their personality. It's just like the clothes they wear. 
If they can let it go, is that okay? Yeah, yeah. If they can let it go, it's totally okay. I mean, I have my bad days too. Right. Yeah. It's actually like, I, I think that that would be more appealing because you can see that somebody can process something that they don't like and let it go. And maybe have like a laugh about it. Right. And have a laugh about it. Because it's definitely, that's a good trait down the line is being able to deal with some shit and let it go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to work on that. You should have seen me at Target this morning. I was was like horrible. I'm a horrible person. I was on the phone with Capital One trying to get, anyway, I was a very mean, horrible person. But hopefully now I've I've switched around and I can be seen as a positive person. But I get how that can be extremely attractive. Because somebody who sits in their negativity throughout an entire date, you don't even get to connect with them. There's there's no chance at all. They have something clouding them right, right, as a right. person. Tell me about meeting men. How do you, where do you? I meet men, let's see, I'm, I, well, I work at a gym, so it's really easy to meet men. So I, I meet men, I, I don't go out with a lot of men at my gym, but I definitely meet men there. And they, they have friends and things like that. And then um, I do the dating apps too. Okay. I've had some really- Wait, I need real, to ask. So. Uh-huh. They have friends, mm-hmm. so you're meeting men, and then they're introducing you to their friends, right? Or you know they'll That's be unique. like, yeah, or they'll be like, um, you know, come, you know, like watch football, or you know, it's like more of a group setting kind. But of they're thing. not like feeling like they want to date you. They're letting you talk to their friends. I haven't found that I'm super pursued at the gym. I think there's a lot of interest, but there's not a lot of actual pursuing. Huh? Would yeah. you be open to it? Um, yeah, I think I would. Yeah. Yeah. I what? mean, everybody jokes around, oh, you work at Equinox, you meet your husband there. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, my husband and their wife. Like, right, I don't exactly. know what's that. And their three kids. <laughs> and their exactly. three kids. It's like, how how many ways have to split the inheritance? No, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> what about, people talk about uh, picking up at the gym mm-hmm. a lot. I'm sure you have seen a lot of scenarios oh my goodness, where people. Yeah. yeah so, it's, so are women open to being picked up at the gym? I think think they are um the gym that i work at is a little different than the gym that i used to attend the gym i used to attend it was more like no you're not really open to that you're kind of just like in there doing your thing but like i kind of feel like people have an equinox member some of the women oh my god i'm gonna get in trouble for this oh they're some of the women at equinox are there for the men like they're i mean it's a it's a that's their, different. The, that's their one bill a month. Those women, yeah, yes. like they're like, I'm going to spend the like 100 bucks or whatever yeah. it is a month to go to Equinox to meet men. To meet men. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So they're open to it. I think they're for sure open to it, and I think they're on the lookout. And so, okay, oh so my you, God, you the amount of makeup it. they wear, of course, okay, you can see it. Okay, yeah, 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 So, yeah. what are the signs that women are open to being picked up at the gym? People believe me. At my gym, at 24 Hour Fitness, they are not there. No, the they're not. They're not at 24 Hour Fitness, <laughs> no. and you can tell, like, because they're actually working out, and the a lot of well, women right, at my gym are not working out they're there to sweats there nobody sweats there weird nobody sweats there i really sweat a lot yeah yeah they don't sweat they wear makeup they're they're just like on point and done done up up. they're done up yeah yeah like you're not so many women in my classes i'm like oh well fuck you yeah like (laughs) at my gym i'm easily intimidated by people i am intimidated by nobody at 24 hour (laughs) fitness like no no one has money no one had i mean people are muscular but you can just tell they're just like run of the mill like right exactly yeah yeah that's well so what are some signs that these women yes i know that some women do go there to meet men What are signs that these women give to men that they're open to being approached or hit on or picked up or flirted with? Is are there things that you've seen? Um, the eyeliner, eyeliner, sports bras only, and then um, mm-hmm. I like the the women on the the free weight floor that don't know how to use free weights. 
Right. Like, in what are you doing? Section. Hanging out. You're, yeah. They're like doing squats. Really? But they don't, yeah. And have you seen guys approach them? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. successfully approach them? I mean, I don't know. I don't hang around that right. much. To I don't know. See. I thought you'd like know the gossip from the gym. I have no <laughs> I idea. Nobody talks to me there. I have no idea what the gossip would <laughs> no. be. I don't know. I mean, mainly what we see is like members bringing in a new, you know, girl every week or whatever. Wow, yeah, the really? plastic surgeons with the the different girl. Yeah, I mean, really? that's we're like, oh, let's go like see who doctor visitors. Yeah, you only so get one so. a month. <laughs> Yeah, mm, so they better use it wisely. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So where where else are you meeting women? Uh, men. Women. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I use the dating apps. Okay, I do, and I have for a while. Like, and I've had some really really funny. When I first moved to LA, I don't know what was going on in my energy, but I met the. Are you str- from the south? I'm from Houston. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I met the strangest men online, and. <laughs> I'm thankfully, like, I guess I got my energy right because I'm meeting, like, really cool guys online now and really awesome guys and guys that I'm still friends with. But when I first moved here, I met some wackadoos. Do you think you're filtering differently now? I'm definitely filtering differently. Yeah. How are you filtering? I'm so picky. And when I hear people say, well, I don't like that it just goes off of looks, I'm like, well, thank God. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, what do you think you do in a bar? Right, exactly. Give their personality a chance from across the room? No, yeah. you don't. You go off the way they look. Well, tell me more about that. So, so tell me how you use social mm-hmm. applications. I mean, I have to, I really have to on, honestly ask myself, am I going to respond to this person if we strike up a conversation? And then am I actually going to take time out of my day to meet them? So they have to be that attractive. And so then that's the way I, because if, if I like, sometimes I'll swipe on a person and I'll be like, I'm not going to show up for that coffee. That attractive or that attractive to you? Attractive to me. Okay. Yeah. So you look at all their pictures. Because I'm asking this because I was tindering and hinging for my sister. I was just home in Toronto for a quick visit. And she just like took completely over the social applications. And I'm like, oh, let me do it and see who you're not selecting or selecting. And let's like find you some people. And it was just, it was really interesting to go through all of them. Like I definitely enjoyed Hinge way better than Tinder. I know yeah. we talk about Tinder a lot, but Hinge is better. It's, th- it's through your network of yeah. friends. So there is some... Uh, not cohesion. I, well, the 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 type of people on there seem different, different yeah. and Hinge better. And bubble, I don't know. It just seems like a better. big mishmash of people on Tinder. It's really just picking from anybody who's in your vicinity. And then Hinge is a little a little bit more focused, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, but there were some great more guys filtered. on there that I was looking at. So here are my first steps, and tell mm-hmm. me if this was your first. Like I'm not single, so I don't know if I'm looking at it with a different eye. But first thing was like, oh, okay, they're cute. I find them attractive. Let me see the rest of their pictures. So I swipe through. I was like, oh, these are interesting pictures. Some of the guys, I was like, this is a stupid picture. This yeah. is like really cheesy. Why is there so many nature shots? This one guy who was 29, and in Toronto, if you're 29, like if you're if you're doing juvenile. I don't want to say juvenile, but younger things, you won't be appealing to a lot of women who are looking for something more serious. And so he was sitting, in his main picture, he was like sitting in um, a water tube with a, like a, what's it called? Like not a pitcher, but like for making smoothies, like a smoothie thing full of beer. And I was like, why would you put that in? And it's stupid. It's not going to appeal to a lot of women, maybe younger women, but even at 29, it's like, dude, like get serious. Um, So those were the things that I looked through. I looked through all of their pictures and then I was like, okay, well, he's interesting. So then I swiped right. But some of them I I just swiped right. I have a juxtaposition to that. Um, A friend of mine met um, a guy on Hin, or no, uh, Bumble, and he, this isn't, they live in New York City and he um, works in the trade tower and he's really successful like very financially like 
endowed and all of his mm. pictures <laughs> financially <What>? endowed um <laughs> All of his pictures were the were the polar opposite of that, which they were like, "Here's me in a business suit, oh, and yeah. here's my oh, I saw those. I hated here's those. my professional headshot for my business, and it was like, it was like so funny, and all the pictures looked like like me." Maybe right. it's like, like Patrick it was, Bateman. Those pictures, I'm like, yes, are you a psychopath? Total, <laughs> that's what I said. I go, he's Patrick, American Psycho. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so anyway, I saw eventually once she hung out because she ended up going out with him. Um. For whatever reason, I don't know. But then they ended up having a good time. And then she sent me like a real life picture of him, and it was a completely different thing where I was like, oh, he looks normal, normal and cool. And I don't know why he's got all these like doofy head headshots. Well, like, so what made her go out suit. with him then? Um, I don't know. I think they may maybe had a good conversation. They they had like a good back and forth. Um, but she swiped because he was wearing a nice suit. He looked like he has a nice job. You right. know, yeah. so we're future projectors polar. even on social media. Right. Like and he was the polar opposite of her long term old boyfriend right. who so was like skateboarder type. So I think that's why. And then um, yeah. So basically, like I feel like there's this. He between. would have gotten a better result had he mixed up those pictures and showed more of that personality. Yeah, yeah. So there's got to just... be an in between. Don't be like the guy on the inner tube holding like the like the beer thing, but yeah. then don't be the guy only in like suits either. Right. Have a have a mixture. Yeah. But your your first picture, you have to like it can't be the beer and it can't be no. you at Burning first, Man. I'm sorry if it's you at Burning oh. Man. I'm swiping left so quick. I, I wish can't people even, you won't even get a picture too. Get burnt at Burning Man. Like that's how badly I'm I not hate going burning on a man. date with anybody with the Burning Man picture. <laughs> I'm not wasting yeah. my time. <laughs> so after I was like doing all the swiping for my sister, I looked through people who had written to her and who she hadn't responded back to. So there was like seven guys who wrote to her, hey, as the first message, and she didn't write back. And then I asked her, like, did you not write back because they wrote hey? And she said, eh, no, there just really wasn't a reason for me to write back. And if I wasn't into it at that point in time that they wrote me, I didn't really want to write them back. Right. And then looking at the hey, I wasn't so sold on what they had said. So it just sort of fell flat. Like this one guy actually wrote her something really cute. She has these pictures of her holding two huge Nutella jars in her profile. And the guy wrote to her like something like those. Nothing about like nice jugs. Or like, I know. That's what like, I was yeah. like nice Nutella. Like something like that. I, I thought it was actually a cute opener. And she didn't write back. And I'm like, well, why didn't you write back? And she said, sometimes I'm just not in the mood to write back. Yeah. And then I forget about it. And then it lasts for too long. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, I missed that one. There's yeah. a million others coming up next. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't that he didn't have a cute opener. It wasn't that she didn't like his pictures. She just was not in the mood. I don't think time. it matters what you say. Like if you're motivated to write back, you'll write back. Like a guy can say, hey, and if I'm interested in like his pictures and I'm like, oh, you're hot. Okay, but I'm let's into say, this. I'll just write back. But so. let's say you weren't so sold on his pictures, mm-hmm. but he wrote you something interesting. Like, let's I can't say, even imagine what that would be. Like, wow. They, like, let's that's say, how sold you have to be on their pictures. Right. Because I feel like that, I don't know, that it's always something contrived. And I'd almost rather get a hey because that you can't just give yourself away and because well, it's always like if if I had the Nutella jugs and they're like oh nice jugs or oh you were, you do squats a lot I'm like <laughs> next unmatch <laughs> like I hate it I hate right. it <laughs> right okay so tell me about the conversation afterwards then on all of these social apps like what what where does the conversation need to go in your mind in order to connect and take the plunge take time off work to go actually meet this person in, per- in person. it needs to go to a normal place like i need to know I, it needs to go to like what you do during the day sort of like just like very i like to 
to like know that I have a conversation with you as a friend, at least. Meaning, what does that like, mean? Like, at least I can enjoy having a conversation with you. I don't know that it it just like goes sort of normal. Like, what are you doing for work or like what's going on in your day? Like and a like, fact finding maybe thing. Know, it's or like not I hate so- it when it's like an interview. You know, when it's like question after question after question. When it's okay. just like a natural, casual flow and it doesn't seem like there's an agenda, I can get down with it. Like, if you're hitting me with 20 questions, it's an unmatch. Okay. If I show up to a date and you're having to dig for information, well, if you're having to dig for information, I'm not into you. Right. So. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. What about, um, I totally forgot what my next question was. Damn it. Um, She's digging for 20 questions. I know, exactly. <laughs> Out. No, that's unmatched, a good answer. Unmatched podcast. Maybe I have to like push <laughs> more with women who come onto the show, but you're giving like really solid answers. So that, that's amazing. So there's certain guys who you could really like how they look. They could mm-hmm. say, hey, not be that interesting. Start a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could still turn you off if that conversation isn't flowing correctly mm-hmm. no matter how good looking they are yeah right okay so, there, yeah. so it has to be like a full package like you're you're easy yeah. to do it it's like baby steps every step of the way mm-hmm. so every step of oh she swiped me as well doesn't mean 100 percent that you're going to go out with them no no how do guys how and when do guys initiate meeting in person um like let's say there is that connection there you're having a nice conversation when when are you open to being asked out to meet in person after we've talked for you know a while and which that kind of depends like it you know I don't want to say like oh we talk all day and then I will say let's go out or whatever but if it's like the second or third question let's meet up for coffee nah no I'm good thank you I don't know that I can talk to you but if the conversation just sort of flows and you know you go off to work and you don't really then and then you talk to them later and then you know, they say you want to get a drink sometime, and absolutely, yeah. Let's let's uh, look at our schedules. Okay. And usually, it's not like, oh, let's do it tomorrow, because I'm never really available that quickly. But right. um, so then you have conversation between between that and yeah. So trying to find time. Yeah. Where where are? Does it matter where you go on a date? Like, does it, if if a guy's like, let's go for coffee, let's go for a drink? No, let's go it doesn't to matter as long as it's not their house. Okay. Come, I had a guy hit me up and be like, well, let's uh, drink wine and play board games, and I'm like, Ugh, first of all, gross. <laughs> Totally. I don't want to do that. It sounds so lame. And then I was like, and where do you, (laughs) is it really? Oh my God, no. And I was like, where do you want to play board games? Like at your house? And he sent me his address and I was like, (gasps) no, this is not happening. No, this is not happening. Why? I'm not coming over to your house. Why? I'm not coming to your house, especially to play board games. It's a stranger. It's It's a stranger. And first of all, I'm not scared that you're going to do anything for me because I will probably try to kill you if you do anything to me. Right. But. I just find it super inappropriate. I think it's inappropriate too. I had super inappropriate. Actually, my husband's friend, one of the ones that um, I dated before I met my husband, he had left me a message and said, "Why don't you come over to my house? We'll have like a nice cab, some, some spaghetti bolognese that I'll cook up," which I found super cheesy anyway. And I was, I called him up and I was like, "Listen, I don't know you that well. We met once at a bar. I'm not coming over to your house. Let's go somewhere out in public." And he, and right. he exactly what you were saying before. He responded really well and said, "Totally understand that. Okay, I'll find somewhere else to go." Yeah. And that made me comfortable again. But like f- at the, uh, at the moment that he suggested that, I automatically thought all he wants is sex. Number one. Yeah. He's super creepy and inappropriate and doesn't understand me or women. Or women. Like, do not ask them over to your house too soon. That's just really inappropriate. What about if a guy that you met on Tinder, you've had, like, a great conversation with, let's say he asked you to go for dinner. Is that too much? Nope. No, because that would be appropriate I'd love it. That means I get to eat. No matter what. No matter what. Like, yeah, I mean. What if you don't like him? 
well, if I don't like him, but I'm not going to say, let's go to dinner. Okay. I'm not going to just, you know, date him for dinner. It's not that hard to get fed in Los Angeles. Plus, right. I'm a job and I'm a, an adult woman. I can feed right. myself. But, yeah, I mean, if a guy is like, let's go to dinner, I mean, that shows a level of, like, willing to invest into the interest of it. Because he, I mean, it's expensive to take a million girls to dinner. So it yeah. kind of, I mean, maybe I'm making this up, but it kind of says to me, maybe he's not dating a million girls because that shit is expensive. Right. To keep taking people to dinner. Or so. he's rich. Cha-ching. Well, cha-ching. Yeah. <laughs> Either what or. You, what do you think about guys with money? Is that important to you? It's not important, but it is a, it's a nice um, bonus. A bonus, yeah. Well, so can nice you tell bonus. me more about it? Because we, we have this debate constantly on our show and a lot of men have very different opinions than us mm-hmm. um, where they say money is one of the top factors in um, attraction for women. That it's they very, think that very women like, are attracted to money. money yeah. That it's I needed, that, in, needed in order to date. Uh, I mean, it is needed a little bit in order to date because I find that men that don't have money won't ask you out because they're not creative enough to come up with a date that doesn't look like they don't have money or they just can't afford it. So, I mean, money is a little bit of a factor. I think it's more on a guy's ego than right. it is really on our minds. Um, I don't like, mind Let's say your guy... girlfriend were to say to you, I really want to say you with my friend. He's awesome. He's this, he's this. He happens to be unemployed right now. I'd be like, well, what was his last job and how long? And like, and there's, like, I mean, there are the, Right, what are his goals? Like, I mean, women are really great about looking into the future and dating potential and things like that. And nur- when we're nurturing and caring and... All that stuff. I mean, so saying you have to have money to date, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. But what does money symbolize to women? Less stress. Okay. I mean, because I'm currently apartment shopping and I'm like, what? I'm so stressed because <laughs> everything's so expensive. I mean, if I had a lot of money or if I had a boyfriend with a lot of money, maybe it wouldn't be that big of an issue. But, you know, like safety and security. Yeah, money represents safety and security, you know, like freedom a little bit, like th- the ability to do things that you want to do. Um, yeah, but it's not the end all and be all. Have you ever dated somebody who doesn't have money? Yes. I've actually only dated one guy that really had money and he was older and I was really trying to make it work and he was just an asshole. I just couldn't <laughs> handle it. Like I ended up walking out on dinner like in our fourth date and I was like, man, I was really trying to really trying to play that LA card and I just couldn't do it yeah, right. he legit told me too on the third date he was like he said something about some situation and I was like well I don't have money like that and he was like I do so play the game and I was like <gasps> oh, this is that point this yeah. is where the LA girls go okay, okay, yeah, right. I'll, play okay yeah. I'll play I'll play it and I was like and I said mm, right, let me try this I got to the next date and I was like, I'm out of here. Check. Wrap my food. And he was like, yeah. well, at least let me feed you. And I was like, uh-uh. Nope. Like, Done. I can feed myself. I can feed myself. Do you have girlfriends who would have reacted differently to that Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how do they think about money? It's, they need it a lot more. So is that more important to them to date a man with money? Do I they think so. need it more or do they want it? They want it more. They want it more. Do you think that that's true for women in Los Angeles or women overall? I think as a percentage, yeah, it's probably more true for, I mean, I also work at the fancy gym where I see women parading all the time around not paying for their own gym memberships, not paying for their own boob jobs, not paying for their own whatevers. So it is percentage wise more important for women in the city. In the city? Yeah. You said you're from Houston? I'm from Houston. Is it the same back there? I would say less so. Yeah, less so. But I mean, it's a completely different culture in Houston. Like, it's just so much more chill. And 
Like everybody seems to be more on an even playing field in Houston. In LA, it's there's so extreme. oh, LA, it's like it's so extreme. It's yeah. on steroids. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like the highs and the lows and the people in between, and you know, it's, it's madness here. So, well, very good answers. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. No, you're being honest. Which I really appreciate. It. I don't even have like a further questions for you, but uh, we're gonna take a break and then come back and do a little overanalyze this, and then okay. hopefully you'll stick around with us. Yeah. <laughs> Want advice and step-by-step instructions on how to get the girl sent right into your mailbox every single day? Then sign up for your free Wing Girl Method newsletter at winggirlmethod.com slash advice. When you sign up, you'll also get a free copy of my best-selling book, 10 Devastating Mistakes Men Make with Women and How to Avoid Them. Go to winggirlmethod.com slash advice and sign up now. Hey you, this is Marnie, and thanks for listening to the Ask Women podcast. Hey, do me a favor. Take a quick moment to give us some feedback on our iTunes page. We'd really love to know what you think of us. And also, give us five stars, just because. All right, and we're back. <laughs> um, okay, so Sarah is still here with us. Again, I yes. want to thank you just for like answering all these questions sure. so openly and honestly. It's been fun. Yeah, and I'll a- give out your address at the end of the show. So my home can, address? Yes. Yeah, so okay. Can, so you can send donations because I'm not f- fixated on money yes, at all. Yes, exactly. Or you can ask me out to dinner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just kidding. Perfect. <laughs> all right, so we're going to answer some questions from our listeners. If anybody wants to send in their own questions, please write into ask at askwomenpodcast.com and we'll answer your questions on the show. Okay, here's the first question. The reason why I don't approach a woman who is out of my league is because I believe she will either reject me immediately or leave me eventually. At any time, she can get a better mate. I choose to avoid the future pain and humiliation as well as the potential economic expenses like uh, time and money. I see matchmaking like a market. Consider real estate. Beach houses sell for more and get wealthier owners because there is a higher demand for them amongst the pool of rational buyers. Money is the thing exchanged and sellers decide that whoever gives them the most money gets the house they're selling. Beautiful women are in high demand and get uh, comparable mates because most men have similar neurological responses to beauty. The more beautiful a woman, the more in demand she is. And since most women date monogamously, they choose men who possess the most wealth in the form they desire. It could be income, but it's usually height, humor, social status, looks, um, aggressivity, fitness, intelligence, but it could be whatever happens to turn her on. I am not totally totally cynical. I have talked to women who I consider out of my league and enjoy it sometimes. I learned a lot about common humanity, but I don't want uh, someone who is too beautiful for a girlfriend. It's too risky. I work long, weird hours, so she'd not have me around that much and I don't want to worry about who else could pick her up because I know there's a ton of guys who would try I'm not trying to start a debate I just want to let you know my position on leagues just trying to contribute so no question but he wanted to give his opinion on dating women out of his league first of all it sounds like he looks at women as property but um you know tell me more about this I mean his whole (laughs) his whole example was women as real estate no woman I don't care how beautiful she is or or ugly wants to date a man who looks at her like a piece of property so I think that do you think there's any merit to what he's saying I mean of course there's some merit to it but I think it's more in his attitude where like he's maybe having issues it's it's not the woman's fault but like I don't know he's like counting himself out of the game before he's even playing it right he's rejecting himself he's re- rejecting, rejecting himself him. yeah but he's and saying, he's, count- he's like the truth of it all is that 
and then he's stating what he just mm-hmm. believed is that if he dates a woman who is out of his league potentially he could lose her to some there's there's all of, this is a lot of thought process process going yeah. into the situation but also he didn't offer he i don't know if he thought about what does he have to actually offer this woman because mm-hmm. like he i don't know i i didn't see anything that he was offering up no long he, weird hours right exactly is that a problem for no women? long weird hours are not a problem if like you are bringing other things to the table a good personality like um enjoyable company he even stated that he said like you know the it wasn't just money there are all these other things that can i mean if he's looking to date a woman that needs to be fed like a slot machine on a daily basis to be kept satisfied then yeah that beach house is probably going to cheat on him what do you think, Kristen? Yeah, I mean, this is stuff that I just feel like this is stuff that has been said like a gajillion times. Women, yes, women that are beautiful are more are more valued and they're harder to get. And they'll it, it, I just I don't feel like there's anything new that he's saying. And if you find someone that you connect, I feel like no one's looking for a connection. They're looking for women as a value. Like, what can you how can you make me look better rather than looking for a woman that you're all of a sudden just going, wow, I really like her personality. It doesn't matter that she's beautiful and that she's got all this value. It's that, wow, I connected with with another human being. I feel like he's leaving that completely out of the picture. Like there's other women rather than just beautiful women that these people should be concerned about. I agree with you. And I, I just feel like that's always left out of the picture. It's like women are people. They're not even beautiful women or right. people. Right. right, Andrew. What do you think? I, I but the the, ma- the main topic is that there's no point to dating women out of your league because of all of these other things. That well, if you're do. if you're already putting people into different leagues, then right. you're already setting yourself up for failure. Right. I completely agree. I mean, I definitely the, the idea of leagues. Like, I'm not pretending they don't exist. I think leagues definitely exist as long as you look at people as people within those leagues. If you connect with somebody, like the the chance of you possibly being together is there if you look at them as, as people. But are the only leagues defined by your physical appearance? No. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, they are. But they shouldn't be. Like you can have lots of things, lots of great qualities that put you in a league that are above well, your physical men, appearance. I think men get into leagues not always based on their looks, but based on their wealth. And mm-hmm. women get into leagues based, based on, on their, their looks. looks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wealth league, look league. Yeah. yeah, I think every relationship is going to have hurdles, problems, issues, things that get in the way. And if there's too many, that relationship doesn't work out. And you know, if it's if it's not, you know, it might be quote unquote leagues or looks or finances or something in one relationship, but it might be family and uh, you know, uh, customs and and uh, you know, just life of. You know, there's always going to be something. So yeah. If you're limiting it just to looks or money or hours or jobs, it's, yeah, you're not going to find something. I understand everything that he's saying. It's based on past frustrations, on things that he's seen in front of him. But it's it's like, what is it, defeatist? Is that the word? Yeah, it's defeatist. It's a defeatist attitude that is not healthy for you, not healthy for other people, and certainly not attractive. So right away, if there are leagues that are in existence, you are bumped down to the minors because you have this attitude and you're projecting it to other people. And I, but I just don't know why people are guys are so. I mean, I, I understand physically like their desires to be with beautiful women, but I just don't get why some guys get so fixated on just just the beautiful women because they're beautiful. 
but there's more they're human beings i feel like right. guys leave that out of the equation so often like there's so I think, many I think cool who, great who women that are just themselves gorgeous and value the fact that they have more things going on those are the men who are like yes i have a beautiful woman and she also does x y and z well, i think those are the ones you can yeah, see and past I, and i think it comes back to what you said about looking at women as a thing or property or something yeah. like that and it's 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 you know, unfortunately, it's subconsciously trained into an, our environment and our world that we live in that, you know, women are these things for men to, you know, sort of take, conquer. Yeah. I mean, even when you say things like, oh, she's mine, you know, mm-hmm. like subconsciously there could be like, well, I don't own her, you know. So I think right. I think it comes from, you know, I, I, I've been this person before. And so it comes from sort of subconscious and socialization and things like that nature. But it's. Yeah, ultimately, it's just sort of moving past that and seeing people for people. Yeah. Listen, I'll say one thing that maybe you'll you'll think it's, like, shallow of me to say, but every time that I go home to Toronto with my husband, my husband happens to be tall, very good-looking, and all the guys that I dated when I was younger were short and, and you know, not as attractive, and I am dying every single time to run into my ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. just so – and that, <laughs> I can't help it. Every time, I'm like, where's Jamie first then? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I can't. See him, he's so short. It's so stupid. Right, this is from like 15 years ago, but I just want that satisfaction. And, you know, I I have a, I I believe I have a great sense of self-value. I do have insecurities. I do have, like, discomfort that exists for myself. But... At times, I I still have that superficial. Well, yeah, of course, in my it's, mind, it's human. I mean, if I started dating like you know um, Christian Bale and I like went home to visit, I mean, I would be like, like watch. I would kill I you. would write a press release to the newspaper, right? Be like Kristen's right, home right. visiting see, with so Christian Bale. So you do Bale. understand? Let's... It's funny because you're like, I don't understand why they're like this, but then you're saying, you wait, no, I, 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 for sure. I can move on and do other things, right. but yep. I also like you know would fall prey can you get to it into if. It. If it happened, you know, if it happened to come my way, but I can also move on and right. move forward and like look to other human beings and not just get so fixated on being like, why am I not getting the 10? Right. You know? and I don't even want to go after her because there's no point of me ever right. getting her. Right. Like yeah. I just know, you know, so. No, I think really good answers. Yeah, I think this, interestingly enough, also circles back to the whole consent conversation. Yeah. Because I think for a lot of people, not and not just with, uh, you know, people they want to date, but in life in general, you can focus so much on attaining a goal that anything other than achieving that just seems either impossible or not even worth considering. Right. And you just become too, too focused. So then when you are let down, it's horrible yeah. and it's life ending and it's I'm going to give up on I'm not even going to try or it's you push yourself way too far and do harm to the other person or thing yeah. right and or you you don't see other opportunities that yeah. are around you that could totally. actually be even better for you mm-hmm. right perfect yeah, exactly. okay I was wondering so keep your eyes open yes exactly right I was wondering if you could help me surmount this block that I have I seem to have absolutely no problem meeting girls and I don't fear letting a woman know that I'm into her many a times women have approached me and asked me Um, asked me out flirted with me and I thank God that I have it easy with the opposite sex my problem is I am low on patience after I meet someone I like and we start talking and flirting and I try to amp things up by asking them out they start playing hard to get this is especially true with the seriously hot ones I try once and twice and then that's it you're out of my radar the funny thing is these same girls like all my Facebook statuses to let me know they're interested in me but by the time by that time I'm done with them they call me up and speak to me and since I'm pretty direct I let them know that I don't appreciate their attitude since I find this whole hard to get stuff pretty immature (laughs) 
The girls then get into self-defense mode. This guy should mode, just be like a high school principal. Or like, become <laughs> silent, and then that's it. I burnt my bridges. The same women who would call me every day and can't stop liking everything I write go against me. God only knows the number of seriously good-looking women I've I've said adios to, and who's lying in bed alone. Moi. How do I break this logjam? Hoping, just hoping that this question gets uh, taken up on your podcast. He probably got so impatient because it's probably been waiting for like a year <laughs> I know. to get and He's aired. like, fuck this. I'm not yeah. listening to it anymore. Well, yeah. hopefully, well, I don't even have his name on here. First of all, I think he's taking name. everything way too personally. Yeah, well, it's funny because you were talking about this in the first half of the show. When you're like, if some guy brings this a negative attitude, like that's it, I'm over it. If he can't let it go, I think there is a, a a smoother, better way to let somebody know what your expectations are than just saying like you fucking suck, you didn't call me back, um, right. I hate you now. There's right. it's 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 not like and that all he doesn't or appreciate their attitude. He's, he's yeah, that's the one those with are the attitude. Those are harsh statements. Right. I would take that <laughs> offensively as well. So, like what you were saying, I have a life. I'm busy. I don't right. know you. I don't owe you anything. Right. 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 Yeah. Yes. It sounds like he feels like he's owed already. Right. Yeah. Already. No one, no one owes you anything. You're just another Joe Schmo. Like you didn't do it. You didn't invent the wheel. Like, yeah. But this is fu- okay. This is interesting because when we had um, Kelsey and I totally forget what her name was, the the woman who um, was the breakup expert, and oh, they talked about the yeah. book Attached or Attach. I told you Attached. to read it as well. I started yeah. reading it. I actually think it's fascinating. Yeah. But it talks about different attachment styles that you have in all of your relationships. And so not just like love relationships, but friendships as well. And I'm, I'm definitely uh, on the anxious spectrum. Mm. And so for me, if I meet somebody, I'm like, I like you. I think you're cool. I literally, in my mind, are like, I want to see you tomorrow. I want to see you the next mm-hmm. day. I, and I've had to learn how to dial that back a little bit and control it. I think I've talked about it before. My husband said to me, don't pounce on somebody. I took that to heart. And that's really helped me with my my female friendships because that's what I used to do in the past and it wasn't healthy because the people who pounced back usually mm-hmm. I became not interested in them um, or we just pounced so much that we it di- the friendship died out so it wasn't healthy for both of us so I've learned to dial it back but it sounds like he may have an anxious attachment style yeah so I would actually suggest going to Amazon getting this book because it it teaches you about different ways to handle this anxiousness that's inside of you that says I have to see this person now that I'm talking to them we've connected we have to make something happen so that you can be a little bit more relaxed because I don't I don't actually see it as I don't know what these women are doing with you they're not playing they may not be playing hard to get they may just not be as invested as you are yeah and may not be as anxious as you are to progress further or as quickly as as quickly like I think also it happens on both sides for women and men like we meet somebody that we like and then we do the pouncing thing and then we want to hang out with them and we want to see them and it's like just chill yeah just it's chill hard. it's really hard you can freak Don't out take to it other personally people. you know get busy like do your life and let pe- i think that we're just both sides men and women we're just not good at letting people come to us mm-hmm. And well, we they just, were saying like, have to one chill. of the tactics in the book was that you should be going out on other dates when you do find yeah. somebody where, like, this person's really great so that you don't become so narrowly focused yeah. on them and fixate all of your anxious energy onto them. Something better to do is exactly what you just said. Distract yourself, date mm-hmm. other people, go to the gym, whatever it right. is that gets you doing other things for yourself and interacting with other people. On The, the, the one other thing that I do want to comment a little bit more on is – his attitude towards these women who are not as eager to get together with him um to do a full you know 180 and be i I consider what what your behavior uh was that you described in your email to you're like a bit of a douchebag you're an asshole 
I, I find it asshole behavior. But I know yeah. that for yourself, you're thinking I'm standing up for myself and not letting people disrespect me. So I'm going to open it up to all of you. What would be a better way well, for him to make the same statement? I, w- I was going to say real quick, too. I think, you know, a, a lot of times we try to inspire confidence in ourselves by like sort of projecting expectations into yeah. the future. So then we feel OK. Whereas true confidence is being OK with where you are now. Oh, I love that. And so I think, uh, you know, in that example, um, we all want to be confident. We know confidence is attractive not only to other people, but it's better for ourselves. And so rather than sort of faking that confidence in a, a douchebag sort of way, it's more just being comfortable with the current standings the current situation and being okay and again easier said than done but being okay with waiting chilling you know letting things roll out as they will what if what if there was some way that was fantastic by the way um what if there was some way for him to express the same thing to a woman that he he thinks she's cool and he is eager to hang out with her um, but wants to know if she's to, like what? What would be a way that he could express that that wasn't a douchebag, just like kind of way? I think you're cool, and I'd love to hang out again. And and it's I'm you know, and I'm eager. I mean, literally, what you just said. Just just be honest. Yeah, I, I I feel like that we just don't communicate honestly enough. Even if you know you're being pushed off, pushed off. You know, no, I can't hang out. No, I can't hang out. No, I can't hang out. Time and time again, I don't find anything. If a guy said to me. Hey, I'm interested in you. I've tried to, you know, link up and hang out with you, and it's not working. Are you interested? Or are you not interested? Just so I know how to proceed. I like that. Or I would are respond. You busy or are you, I think there's you absolutely know. nothing wrong with that. I had to say that to a friend of mine recently who is into this guy who um, are on opposite coasts, and she was really interested in him, and he was only like Facebook messaging her, and I basically had to say, you, you guys are in your 30s. It's okay to say I like you. What are we doing? Mm Because she was like, I get so upset every time he just Facebook messages me. I want him to call me and I want to talk to him. And so she did. She said that to him. And he basically said, we're on opposite coasts and I can't commit. And she was so happy that she said that. And now she moved on and she's like seeing other people. And it was just like, otherwise this would have dragged on for like six months. So you just have to you just have to man up and say it. I think so too. Yeah. Well, we are at the end of our show now, but thank you guys for your responses and thank you for to the listeners for your questions because they were they're awesome. Um, and thank you, Sarah, for being on thank the show you. and being so open and honest with us. I really appreciate it. And yeah. anybody who wants to go to Equinox <laughs> again, say Marnie Kinris referred you, and you will get nothing except a rock hard body. Exactly. From Equinox. Super and I sexy. will get lots of free months at the gym so that I can continue to have a semi rock hard body. <laughs> Anybody who wants to write in questions, write it into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. New episodes of our podcast come out every Thursday, but please do not waste your time going and individually downloading every single podcast. Just subscribe uh, and it'll just go automatically into your feed so that you can listen to it whenever you want. You guys are awesome. We will see you next week. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out the Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of the Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. <laughs>